What's up, everybody? It's Louise and Nicola here. Welcome back to another episode of the Neuro Experience Podcast. This is a off the bat, if you will, solo episode because there's been some concerns and noise around the space of glioblastomas, and I thought it was quite interesting. So I wanted to do an episode on it. So for those of you who don't know, I'll give a quick background. There has been six deaths so far within the Philadelphia Phillies, and the death of a the most recent death came from the pitcher of the Philadelphia Phillies, David West. He died at age 57. So he was the sixth player to die since 2003, and they're all dying of glioblastoma. Other former Phillies players who have died from this type of brain cancer in the last 20 years include pitcher Ken Brett, receiver Tug McGraw, catcher Johnny Oates, infielder John Volkovich, and catcher Darren Dalton. Specifically, these players, like I mentioned, have all been diagnosed of a rare form of spinal cord and brain cancer. It's known as glioblastoma. So what's the link? Is there a link between this disease and the Philadelphia Phillies? Here's the crazy thing. Earlier this month, there was a large cluster outbreak of glioblastomas at a New Jersey high school, Colonia High School. Now, if you look on the maps, the stadium and the school are pretty close in proximity. They're about an hour apart. So one could assume that during this cluster outbreak, there could be an environmental component involved. If you look at the epidemiology of glioblastoma, we know that three in 100,000 will develop this type of brain cancer. But at this school, there was 330 times that rate of students and teachers developing glioblastoma. And at the Philadelphia Phillies, it's four times the natural rate. So there's clearly something going on. What is glioblastoma? Well, glioblastoma is an aggressive type of cancer that can occur in the brain and spinal cord. And it's formed from the cells called astrocytes. But if we break this word apart, in glioblastoma, blastoma refers to a malignant or invasive tumor formed by immature precursor cells, also known as blasts. And the word glio comes from the word glial, which are a particular type of brain cells, particularly astrocytes, which make up the glue or supportive tissue of the nervous system. So glioblastoma is basically an aggressive cancer of the nervous system that arises from glial cells, specifically bound to differentiate into astrocytes. And the treatment for this isn't good. So glioblastomas are generally difficult to treat, but the first step involves surgical resection of as much of the tumor as possible, which then helps alleviate the symptoms of things such as intracranial pressure. 
And that's not an easy thing to do when you're trying to take out a tumor. You have to take it out without injuring nearby parts of the brain, which may serve important functions such as language and coordination. So if that is successful, you then move on to radiation and chemotherapy. And this can be used to slow the growth of the remaining unresected tumor. But the uh, the odds of survival isn't that great. So guys, where does this leave us? Well, if you go through and you look at the scientific literature, I went through and I did a search and there is no real clear indication regarding the link between environmental toxins and air pollution per se, and its link to cancers, especially glioblastoma. I mean, the evidence is really weak. So back in 2013, when Dalton learned that he had a glioblastoma, the Philadelphia Inquirer did an analysis of 533 players who wore a Phillies uniform during the 33 seasons that the teams that the team played at Veterans Stadium. So the glioblastomas of most of the players appeared to represent an occurrence that was three times the rate of the general male population. But unfortunately, with this study, there was limitations, and these limitations adjusted for age and yearly cancer rates. Then at around the same time in 2014, uh, Professor Re- Rebeck, he is a uh, Harvard epidemiologist, and he was also at the University of Pennsylvania, he wanted to get involved in the study. So he told the Inquirer that the seemingly elevated risk to baseball players could have resulted from chance. So it's either just chance or random bad luck, but there is something there and they just don't have the science yet to pick it up. So if it is indeed a coincidence Where do we go to from here? Well, in my opinion, I think the best move forward for anything like this is to, you know, contact, I think the the Major League Baseball and Players Union should enlist epidemiologists and statisticians to examine whether the malignancies were workplace related. And, you know, we should start to create an extensive registry of players and their cause of death. This is exactly what we did in the NFL. Previously, you know, you you date back 20, 30 years, nobody was really investigating NFL concussions and how people are dying of CTE, chronic traumatic encephalopathy, until we saw a trend. And that trend then led to further investigations, which led to opening up a brain bank and investigating these players' brains who, you know, mysteriously died or mysteriously went out and started shooting people. You know, they cut their brains open and they found that they had chronic traumatic encephalopathy. So it starts in this way. So when you look at uh, this particular uh, cluster within the Major League Baseball, I think, you know, I think there should be a little more sensitivity to this problem because there'd probably be more cases like this in the future. I hope you enjoyed this mini ad hoc episode. Uh, Be sure to stay tuned because this week we have coming out on Thursday an episode which is all about maximizing the benefits of sauna and cold thermogenesis for emotional health, mental performance and longevity. 
Once again, if you're enjoying this episode, please go through and leave us a written review. Have an awesome day.